I'm uh, Jerome Ada, and I'm a professor of economics at uh, Bocconi University in Milan and a project leader at uh, Rockwool Foundation Berlin. Tell me about the projects that you are leading, Jerome. I'm currently leading two projects, which are both health-related and uh, related to economics as well. One which is about antibiotic resistance, which is a theme that in the medical literature is very well researched. There's uh, zillions of papers on that. Mm. But surprisingly so, in economics, it's a topic which has barely been touched. This is one of the, the biggest challenges of our lifetime, I think. COVID will come and, and go. Hopefully, it's already almost gone, but, but antibiotic resistance is still there and it's growing. And it's considered in the medical literature as one of the biggest challenges of humanity today. So for an economist, how do you think about antibiotic resistance and the problems that it presents? The biology of it is, is very well understood, Yes, but it creates challenges in terms of policy. It creates also gaps in knowledge in terms of how we can address these issues. So it's not just a question of treating people or producing more antibiotics. It's also a question of implementing policies and making sure these policies work. And this is where economics comes in because we are used to think about policies. Epidemiologists, they're very good at understanding the process and describing mm. it biologically, but there are humans involved, there are institutions involved, and we also need social sciences, not just economics, to essentially feed into this problem. It's a huge topic, Jerome. How do you go about researching it at Rockwell? So I'm a bit particular as an economist because I have a very unusual training mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, I came to economics very late and I did my undergrads and, and graduate studies in biology, in fact. And so I've always been drawn into how to integrate biology into, into economics, which I've done in many cases in my mm -hmm. research. But this is another challenge and another way to essentially use both my economic expertise, my modeling skills, but also my interest in biology. Is being part of the Rockwell Foundation an opportunity to be able to do this research and, and use it to influence policy? I think so. It's a project that required funding, and quite frankly, it was difficult to raise money for, <laughs> for such a project, yeah. which is interdisciplinary. And there's a lot of talk about funding interdisciplinary work, but in practice, it's actually very difficult. Mm. And the Rockwell Foundation was essentially uh, able to give me funding for that, and I'm very grateful. What sort of questions do you think you can answer? This is not about the biology of the resistance. It's not about the, the, the medical, pure medical aspect. It's more about the policies. And one thing which I'm keen to answer as a question is, you know, how does the organization of society and the economics influence the spread of diseases? That is an aspect which is, I think, under-researched. And to try to understand how, you know, policies like trade or migration, policies within countries in terms of hospital management, etc., how does that affect the spread of diseases? 
So it is at a le higher level, a level of society uh, and how we organize society. Uh, and I think this is really new and exciting. It is. You said you had two projects, Jerome. This is another project which looks at population health and work. What economics has shown is that over the last 50 years or so, there's been a profound change in, uh, in the way we work, which has to do with technological change, but also with globalization of the economy and perhaps the deglobalization of the economy at some point. That has changed the nature of the work. Right? We moved away from industry jobs, from manufacturing, from a number of countries, uh, and into service jobs. And in some way, this is you know, very well understood in economics, but it also has profound implications in terms of population health. And in some ways, it's a good process. Perhaps jobs in the industry, in coal mining, were tough jobs, very demanding physically, which led to a lot of problems, perhaps musculoskeletal problems, back pain and so on, perhaps different types of cancers, lung cancer, asbestos, etc. And moving away from those jobs was a great thing, move people to more office jobs and, and, and services. Having said that, this new type of jobs comes with their own risks. Okay? And it's been shown or discussed that these jobs comes perhaps with more stress, with less control of your jobs, you're more told what to do. These jobs is also less stable in time. And that comes with their own medical problems, which have to do perhaps with more mental health. So one issue which is not really studied yet is perhaps moving from an era of lung cancer into mental health issues. It's not clear which one is the best. They're definitely different, but it's important to understand because it's not exactly the same type of society that we have to organize in terms of medical care. Now, in one case, we perhaps need uh, lung cancer treatments, wards, and the other one is uh, essentially more psychologist or psychiatrist. These are fascinating gaps in our knowledge. Economists haven't always worked well in interdisciplinary projects. This is interdisciplinary from the title onward. Is that a goal of your research? Yes. So, so I've always been drawn to this interdisciplinary research from my prior studies, but also at some point I was in London working at UCL. I was also both in economics and in epidemiology department. So I've been exposed to this interdisciplinary work. My way of, of doing the interdisciplinary work is essentially first reading the, the literature outside of economics, which I'm equipped to do or mm. used to do, but also borrowing a lot of the, the issues and the data which has been collected by other disciplines. So epidemiology has been very good at assembling data set from very early start, way better than what the economists were doing at the time. Uh, so that has changed in economics now, but uh, there's much more data in the past, essentially, that has been collected, and this is a huge source to exploit. And for obvious reasons, the changes in our working environments, these sort of diseases that we're seeing now, this is something that is very much on the mind of policymakers. It's becoming to appear on the radar screens of people. COVID changed our understanding of mental health, I think. There's been a lot of discussion about that. And I think there's still a lot of things to do, not just only in my discipline, where essentially mental health was not seen as a big topic up to very recently. But that has changed. And I think it's part of this secular changes in our economy and how we, we think about our work. And this is going to be even more important in the future when we're going to have 
more and more office jobs, more and more into artificial intelligence, machines to replace us, raises the question of where we humans stand and what our role in those societies. As you say, a lot of things to do. Good luck with the research, Jerome. Thanks a lot. <laughs>